Yesterday was our weekly team iteration and I have picked up ERC1155 smart contract. So today is the first day of the sprint and I am writing my first ERC1155 smart contract. I've written ERC721 smart contracts, ERC1155, this is my first. So to get started, what I've done yesterday in my research, I went on to Open Zeppelin, which is a big tool auditor of smart contracts and they provide a lot of the libraries that other smart contract developers use inside of theirs. So Open Zeppelin has an ERC1155 library to import that we can use as our base. So I looked at those docs. After that, I went and looked up ERC1155 tutorial and I found an example from OpenSea. OpenSea, if you're not aware, is the largest marketplace of NFTs. And so I went in there and that looks like a good smart contract for me to start with. It's got a create method, it leverages Mint, it leverages all of the ERC1155 methods. So right now I'm sitting and eating breakfast. One of my last days in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Just got a breakfast set of tea, some juice and a smoothie bowl and I'm gonna go back home and then my goal is to start off with the new smart contract, develop it locally, use Hardhat to deploy that smart contract onto Ganache and then test it. The first method I'm going to implement is the create method. So that way we can start testing the creation of an ERC1155 token. And from there, we'll be able to play with all the different sub methods like transferring, burning, minting additional things, adding tokens, etc. But to get started, the create method to set up the initial 1155 token from which all other methods can be called. Okay, I'm getting reacquainted with the existing smart contracts. So what I did is I used Hardhat to spin up a local blockchain and then I deployed the smart contract for our ERC721 to that local blockchain. And I have been able to run our tests and our tests are all passing. I've been able to query and mint some NFTs on the local blockchain and then I've been able to query it to get the URI, the token URI of those minted NFTs. And so I'm feeling pretty comfortable with the ERC721 and moving into the ERC1155. What I'm gonna do is test-driven development. Test-driven development is a practice of writing code where first we write a test, that test will fail, and then we write just enough code to get that test to pass. And we write all the tests with the end functionality in mind. From the seven habits of highly effective people, start with the end in mind. So before I just start writing out smart contract code to just like fill in details, I'm gonna start by writing the tests that prove how the functionality should be, and then we will write code to get those tests to pass. So the first test I'm gonna write is just initializing the contract and I'm gonna check that when we initialize the contract, all of the initialized variables are right, such as the name of the contract and the symbol of the contract 
which get consumed by platforms like OpenSea and Polygon Scan. I did it. I've got one passing test for my ERC-1155 smart contract. The first test I wrote was just initializing the smart contract. So what it does is the test itself will deploy the smart contract locally. Then it'll check that the deployed smart contract name and symbol are matching. And we also check the owner because we are using the ownable smart contract so that a smart contract can uh, respect whoever deployed it as the owner. And we can trade ownership if we want to shift ownership of the contract. So we check three things. We check, hey, after we deployed the contract, is the name of the contract what we expect? Is the symbol of the contract what we expect? And is the owner the address that deployed the contract? And so it took me a long time, lots of failures, finally got it working. Up next, I'm going to implement create poster, which is going to mint a new poster NFT with a number of additions. To do this, I'm going to first write the test case. The test case will show the functionality where we say, hey, we should be able to call this create method. Uh, and then once the create method is called, the we should be able to look up that token. We should be able to look up that token's URI. We should be able to look up that token's owner. And uh, those will be the things that I'll check in the test. That test will then fail, and then I'll write all the code to get it to pass. Let's see how long this one takes. It's now day four of smart contract development for ERC-1155 smart contract changes. We now have the ability to create a giveaway with an initial owner and a number of posters. We have an ability to mint additional existing posters where you can give us a recipient, a number of posters you want to mint, um, and a couple other attributes or parameters, and then you can mint additional posters from an existing collection. And finally, burn posters. So if you want to burn them or destroy them and send them to an all address, we've built a functionality so that you can burn any quantity of posters that you own um, to decrease the supply or throw away additions that you don't want to have existing anymore or owned anymore. On top of that, we have made the ERC-1155 upgradable, which based off the name means that we can ship upgrades to the front-end proxy smart contract without having to redeploy a new smart contract. The biggest new thing for me in terms of smart contract development is this upgradability. Traditionally in smart contract development, when you deploy a smart contract, it is immutably stored on the blockchain and you really only get one chance. Once you deploy it, that smart contract can never be updated again. So you really wanna make sure that everything inside of it is right because once you ship it everyone's going to start to depend on it so if you do need to make an update you'll have to ship a new version of the contract which will be at a new up address you'll have to update all dependencies to your contract to the new url and then tell anybody else that's relying on your smart contract and try to get them to leverage the new smart contract which they may or may not want to um, but with an upgradable contract we can ship upgrades without having to redeploy our smart contract to a new address. I have deployed our smart contract now to the Mumbai testnet on the Polygon network. 
and I've been able to even spin up a small UI where we can test our ERC-1155. The simple UI has uh, one text field, a button, and then a couple of uh, input fields. Well, only one input field. The input field is a number of posters to mint, and then I've made a create giveaway button. When you click the create giveaway button, it then calls the smart contract deployed on the Mumbai testnet, opens up MetaMask, prompts me to sign the message to create the giveaway and mint however many posters I typed into that text field. After I approve it, the UI, the client UI then waits while the transaction is submitted to the Polygon testnet Mumbai. And as soon as that transaction is uh, settled or finalized, the front end UI updates and displays the block that the giveaway was created in, as well as the number of posters that have been minted to the owner's address. Feeling really good having it deployed onto testnet. Um, next steps for our contract, we still need to add in functionality for URIs. URIs are very confusing to me so far on ERC-1155. On ERC-721, for a typical NFT that most people are used to, each individual NFT has its own content URI that you are minting. However, with the ERC-1155, when you mint 1,500 of a token, um, you don't generate 1,500 individual URIs and submit all those as separate transactions. All those get submitted as one transaction on to the blockchain. So my mental model around URIs is based upon the ERC721 NFT token standard. And I'm still trying to figure out how to modify the URI attribute for the new ERC-1155 multi-token standard. But overall, the contract development is going smoothly. I get a little bit done each day, and then I tackle bugs from the rest of my team and do work over on the DAO and, you know, just get in about an hour of working on new test cases for the smart contract or updating methods and then writing down questions, talking to the team, getting other engineers' eyes on it, talking to the design folks and making sure that we're exposing any uh, methods that we'll need for the front-end UI or for existing use cases that we might not thought of. And yeah, one last note on upgradability. Um, I believe this is how it works and I'm gonna kind of talk about how that functionality works for upgradability. I believe how it works, and I'm going to go and verify this inside of the Open Zeppelin library, but how I think it works is that when we deploy our contract, if it is upgradable, what we're actually deploying is a proxy contract, potentially. So we're shipping a, a proxy contract where we're able to then update uh, the actual smart contract that gets called for each of those endpoints. But I'm gonna do deeper digging into this functionality and maybe I'll even find an audio clip of someone explaining upgradability to be able to talk about how that works. Um, but again, up next, I'm gonna be working on content URI to be able to attach the metadata images, songs, and any other metadata we'll need to add for each of these musician posters that we'll be minting as ERC-1155. Our smart contract is now ready to go. The last little bit of functionality I had to add in was content URIs. Not really much to talk about here. As we said in the last clip, 
unlike ERC721 NFTs with a 1155, all of the tokens have the same content URI. And the biggest difference is we have a parameter in there of ID that the client, aka front-end platforms like OpenSea, Mint Songs, etc., they swap out that ID parameter for the current token ID to display the image, audio, and other URI information for each of the tokens. On my side as a smart contract developer, all I had to do was give it a base content URI that includes that parameter so that the front end can interpret that to get the specific URI file for each of the tokens. Our content URI is api.mintsongs.com forward slash posters forward slash curly brace ID close curly brace forward slash. And what that does is when OpenSea looks at one of our tokens, OpenSea will then replace that curly brace ID closing curly brace with the number one, the number two, the number three for whatever the token ID is of that specific token it's trying to render. It then queries the Mint Songs API, gets the correct JSON file, and then serves that to the collector as they're scrolling through OpenSea. So when a collector scrolls through OpenSea, they will see a bunch of different tokens, each with their own image, audio file, title, description, and other metadata. And with that, our smart contract is ready to deploy. We are writing out our code on the front end to allow different musicians to mint their ERC-1155, burn their ERC-1155 tokens, and do any other ancillary functionality that they need. We're going to ship it, and that's it for this episode of ERC-1155. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. This is Sweets, signing off.